This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Here we go. It's hour four of the G-Bag Nation on 105.3 The Fan. Just had Zach Martin on, so the segment went long, but we are back and we are rocking and rolling and I think we have uh, the expressway coming up here in a, in about 10 minutes. Okay, we'll go commercial free all the way to the top. LA Live's going to be on at 540. Going to love that. But before we get there, uh, Bill Barnwell has produced each playoff team's Achilles heel. I thought Chief could give us the uh, the highlights on that. But I want to know from you on the truckwreck.com fan text, if the Cowboys don't make it uh, you know, to the Super Bowl or win the Super Bowl, in your Cowboys crystal ball, what would be the most likely reason that we were blaming it on? Mike McCarthy? Maybe some of you the quarterback? Maybe somebody like me, uh, the offensive line, not being you know, capable of producing a running game? Maybe Tony Pollard himself? The, the Cowboys not finding another running back? They brought an injured guy back, and that was their plan. <laughs> so a lot of ways you could go with it. What is the Cowboys' biggest Achilles heel at 877-881-1053? If you want to text into the show, leave your name and city you're texting from. Chief, what do you have there for us on the uh, interesting talking points from this Barnwell article? Okay, so a fatal flaw for every playoff team. Uh, what would you guys say will ultimately be the fatal flaw? As you just mentioned, you said the offensive line. I think so. Ultimately comes down to the offensive line, not being able to run the ball, maybe not being able to pass protect. Um, where are you at with this, Broadus? I, I, I like where you're going. I think if the Cowboys, their fatal flaw will be if they don't get pass rush. That's that's where I think that they were gonna they'll lose out here. Okay. If they if all of a sudden, because I I feel like that yeah running the ball and all that fine maybe they can make up with it with Dak throwing the football or him running the ball or jet sweeps you know to have a, some semblance of a running game. If Dallas loses this year, it will be because they didn't get pass rush and what happened to him in that final drive against Detroit. Yeah. That will be their Achilles heel. I like that because um, the whole game they're getting pass rush. And you saw how it affected the game. You can't get stopped in the fourth quarter without that pass rush. Not without the pass yeah, rush. No, nope. that's a great point. Nope. Bill Barnwell has the Cowboys' fatal flaw being their run defense, which we know can get out of hand pretty quickly. I mean, Buffalo stands and out in a huge way. They played really well the last couple of weeks doing it. Yeah, they gave up some big runs against Detroit, but in the balance of the game, they had under four yards in attempt and seven tackles for loss. Mm-hmm. I mean, they more than made up for the the chunk plays they still had, happened. There but. were 31 runs in that game for the Lions. Nine of them were stuffed runs, which is no gain or uh, or, let, yeah. or, or, or negative plays. And nine. I think seven of the nine were tank. Yeah. That, just being an animal. That's, that's yeah. Exactly. But Micah as well. I mean, Micah had some really, really good moments versus Panay Sewell, not only as a pass rusher, but also as a... Uh, as a run stopper there, yeah. but yeah, I think that could get you killed against San Francisco if McCaffrey tears you up. But I, I think this defense, when they get Hankins back, they're going to be okay against the run. I tend to agree with you. You guys know stopping the run is not like the first on my personal priority list. Now you can't be 
you can't be as bad as they've they've been when you look mm-hmm. at some of these advanced metrics. I mean, 31st in defensive success rate against the run. Yeah. That means opposing offenses stay ahead of schedule or pick up first downs or touchdowns on the ground at the NFL's second highest rate. So, yeah. And some of that is a little bit skewed by just, I think, a couple of games, like that Buffalo game, historically yeah. terrible. And I think a lot of that has to do with obviously not having Hankins, but also... And I know it was so much of Cook in that game, but the threat of Josh Allen being the running monster quarterback that he is was a factor in a lot of that as well. And when you play Detroit, hey, they got a good run game, but we only have to focus on their backs. We're not worried about Goff pulling one on us. And I think that changes the way you play defensively in a huge way. Uh, And I think you've seen Dan Quinn fix some things since that Buffalo game. You saw it in the Miami game. You saw it uh, the other night versus Detroit. Micah playing more off ball. That's what they're really, you know, if you're looking at him, he's playing a lot more off ball than he did, you know, before that Buffalo game. Okay, I, I noticed a little bit of bear. Am well, I crazy? Cover the the two the cover the two guards in the center. Yeah. And have Micah there in the A gap yeah. on the line of scrimmage. Yeah. That was that was the thing that I'm like, yeah. man, I, I think that that right there, Micah just blowing up the center there, blowing yeah. up the middle of the offensive line, yeah. now try and run through the wreckage. Yeah. No. Uh, but nonetheless, uh, that's the fatal flaw for the Cowboys, according to Bill Barnwell. Again, 31st in defensive success rate versus the run. Um, and he points out to a couple of games. The Cardinals game, you give up over 200 yards on the ground. Um, you give up over 170 yards on the ground versus the Niners. And then that Bills game, which is just a the ridiculous. The Carolina game wasn't very good for him playing run defense either. You remember that game? Yeah. That, that the Carolina got a Carolina just couldn't get anything done through the air other than Adam Thielen in that game. Am, am, do you guys agree though? When they struggle to stop the run, it's not usually because of their personnel anymore. It's because they're greedy for sacks. I, and, and you have you have Micah Parsons sitting here at thirteen. It takes a lot of discipline to down in, down out, just do your job. I think you're on to something. I think that when you when they jump around blocks, yeah, or they go for like the other day. We talked about it, uh, you know, breaking down the game. This tank tank gambled on the goal line, and because him and Clark went through the same gap, yeah, but that's just tank going and being a player. If you don't make that play, that ball's going through the gap, and you're probably, you know, probably going to get a score. And tank there. has a reputation of doing that very, absolutely, very well. and doing yeah. it very. And he picks and chooses when he needs to do it. But, but I don't think the other players would be taking risks in a playoff game. No. In a regular season game against Arizona, you're thinking, okay, I'm going to go get me three sacks today, and this is going to be a, a boost to my season. Yeah. And the next thing you know, you're trailing, and the other team has momentum, and the game's on its head, and now you lose. And I, I think that's been a storyline over the last three seasons with the Cowboys, but less this year than in, in years past. And I just can't imagine that kind of selfishness uh, popping up in a playoff game. It doesn't matter if you get sacks yeah, in the playoff. Yeah, you got it. Playoff football is all about playing with discipline. And yeah. if you don't do that, you're going home. By and large, the text and the Tolos are, are saying run defense and run offense, the inability to do that. Uh, penalties, another fatal flaw. Uh, uh, I'm getting texted oh, in quite yeah. a bit. Then McCarthy, game management being texted in, and then just Dak in general. I will say, Barnwell notes the Cowboys aren't the biggest team at the second and third level, but their issues on defense haven't really been about tackling, he says. They're getting out-muscled at the line of scrimmage. Opposing rushers averaged uh, 2.7 yards before first contact against the Cowboys. That's 23rd in the in the league and in the Cowboys losses this season 
that goes up to three yards. So three yards opposing rushers average before first contact against the Cowboys when they lose. That's 29th in the league. Okay. So just something to Good consider. context, yeah. Expressway, a, a terrific report on how the NFL messed up their officiating situation so much and more. It's next, the G-Bag Nation and the fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Okay, we have a full report on the most annoying people in all of sport here coming up from uh, Jory Epstein here. I'll, I'll, I'll recap some of the highlights. She did a wonderful job writing this today. In the USA Today. No, Yahoo Now. Yahoo, I'm sorry. Yeah. Segments brought to you by Soda, the state of the art. And the expressway where we take you commercial free to the top is brought to you by the on-time experts. Um, couple of uh, news items. You know, you had Zach Martin on the show about 30 minutes ago. Now a nine-time pro bowler. The Cowboys had seven pro bowlers, but one of them not named Tank. Said, I've had the opportunity to experience the pro bowl over my years playing. It really doesn't matter to me. I look at it like this. It's either I'm going to be in the Super Bowl or I'm going to be in the Pro Bowl. It's either Bosa is going to be in the Super Bowl or he's going to be in the Pro Bowl. So <laughs> it really doesn't matter. My goals are set on the Super Bowl. Probably the most underrated player on this Cowboys team, you think? Just doesn't Man, get the recognition he, for being yeah, an absolute does. star. He took a lot of grief from fans, you know, because of the contract and people were expect. But when you start to talk about m- the most complete players, that just do their job. I mean, whether it's rush or play run defense, you know, be disruptive. He's he's that guy. Lyle Collins used to be very disruptive for defensive linemen to try to contain. Uh, he is back, and he worked at left guard today. Yeah, uh, he said that Will McClay called him Sunday, a day after Tyler Smith tore the uh, ligament in his foot, the tendon in his foot and he'll be an option at guard and and tackle as well. Yeah. Dalvin Cook will not be a Cowboy. He is signing with the Baltimore Ravens. Um, so there's that. Uh, congrats to the Cowboys coaching staff. NFLPA asked its players to vote on their favorite coaches, and they had a top five on their Twitter here. Mm. John Fossil, Brian Schottenheimer, Dan Quinn, all in the top five amongst the Players Association. So they're getting uh, some good coaches, some popular coaches over there at the Cowboys. Dan Quinn and Fossil don't surprise me at all. Schottenheimer, I guess, does a little bit. I think that the thing about Schottenheimer, I was talking to some defensive players about him. You know, he was doing that. He was doing that responsibility where he was breaking down the opponent every week, and the defensive players were saying that Dan, that excuse me, that Brian was really intense about. Okay, hey, this week, man, when they get in that tight wing, you got to watch. They're going to do this. Mm-hmm. Going to throw this backside screen. You know, the defensive players were saying that he really took that responsibility uh, very seriously. And he was really a big help. So, like, the defensive players knew what type of guy, as a coach, 
that he was more than the offensive coaches, and then things flip where he became the the coordinator, and then you know he's the guy now out in front and helping him put the game plans and stuff together. But yeah, he's a he's a very well respected guy on the staff. By, I, I took, by, by the offense and defensive players. I took everything with a grain of salt when I saw Kellen Moore was voted in the top five of offensive coordinators. Oh, yeah. I was like, okay. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe this uh, hmm. list lacks a little credibility. Uh, yeah. But I thought it was a, a, a cool acknowledgement, and maybe the Cowboys are doing something right, bringing in guys that are, yeah. are likable yeah. and are respected by the players. Well, Bones lets them keep faking punts, you know. He's not going to be liked by anybody. But, well, yeah. I mean, Bones is fun, though. Bone Bones yeah. is high energy. You know, he's going to get in there and mix it up and be joking around, even though he's a little bit of an older guy. I mean, if if Mike McCarthy just, you know, turns to to scratch his back, John Fossil's going to jump in there like he's the head coach. It's a natural leader right Oh, there. have you ever watched him on the sidelines? Yeah. My man has my man has the headset on, and he is up and down the sidelines. <laughs> yes. Like he's about to, like, like you know, I'm, I'm going to call a timeout here, you know. Yeah. He, McCarthy probably like looking at his play sheet and, and Bones is like, you know, he's yeah. Brad Allen, time, time. He's trying to well, coach the team. Uh, he is. He's, got he's the, ready to throw the challenge flag. He is. He like, he, one time I think he reached over McCarthy's pocket and grabbed it and threw it for him. I mean, he'll, he'll grab the, the microphone at a yeah. training camp and you'll, you hear John Fossil's voice like he's the head coach. That's a natural leader right there. I don't think he's down, fun. He is up and down the I just don't trust him to pick a, co- a kicker. You know, that's the, that's the only problem with the. Uh, with bones, he oh. brought in Zerline. He brought Zerline over, and then and then doubled they, down on him. They, they they this guy they got this this kicker they got from the USFL just made the Pro Bowl. I, I think Dak found him. Actually, <laughs> there's a story. Dak Dak went and met him in a, in a in a field. They were kicking kicking soccer balls or footballs or something. Dak said, "Dude, you're you think my guy. Dak, you think Dak you think Dak I, I, Dak signed off on it? I I just don't think John that, Fossil deserves any credit. That for the is kicker. a that is a big time like hail mary you just threw. You just you just launched that one. I got you, and you you launched that hell. You know, somebody might have somebody <laughs> might have uh, has set that meeting up for Dak. I don't. I, I don't. I kind of feel like that. They, that, that is a real story, they, though. They, Dak they, has a long history of scouting kickers, but they they, they they cut the they cut the one guy. They bring both those guys in. Hey. They cut the guy. They cut the one guy, and all of a sudden. My man, Aubrey, he doesn't miss a field goal. Yeah. Like sometimes you catch the Hail Mary. I mean, that's what that was. I'm over there. I'm over there like working on uh, you know, the break for DallasCowboys.com. The ball is flying into our area. Yeah. M- miss kicks. We talk with the Jones boys, what, four times a week here? They've yeah. never given Fossil an ounce of credit. It's always between Jerry or Steven who found this kicker. I, I don't I, I don't want any anything to do with giving Fossil any of that credit after what he subjected me to. With Zerline for two years and then Brett Marr. What the crap was that? Okay, full report on the most annoying people in sports. <laughs> that, of course. That makes the Pro Bowl. Brett Maher did? No, they, this, oh, kicker, Fossil? They, this, oh, no, this no. kicker they got. You know, hey, I love Aubrey. Aubrey's my guy. Fossil's I, coaching in the Pro Bowl as the head coach. I do think <laughs> we need to ask Steven about Zerline tomorrow. Yeah. Think, yeah what happened just there? Greg the leg. Why'd you, why'd you double down on that? What were you thinking last year going into the playoffs with Marr, and then you, you stayed with him in the divisional Brett game? Marr. <laughs> yeah, guy missed four PATs. You like that? We're staying with him. I was watching. Mayor I was watching the, the Commanders tape. The last time the Cowboys met, they they showed uh, our guy here, uh, Aubrey, he missed an extra point, hit the upright. I was like, oh, is that the last time he missed a uh, missed an extra point or missed a kick? I think it was the first kick of the year. No, no, this was Week Twelve. Oh, I was okay. Watching, so I, I was watching the tape and it and they were showing the extra points. Gotcha. And he missed the he doinked one off the pole. Full report here, uh, you know, great story from uh, Jory Epstein. I'm convinced the refereeing system needs to be totally redone after reading this. Huh. But 
I don't think we have a, a chance of that happening for the time being. The uh, the story NFL officiating is broken, according to coaches and executives, inside a fractured system with no imminent fix. Hmm. I do want to salute the refs that do it well, Brian. I know they're out there in the audience. And I know about 5% of you guys are absolute 10 out of 10. You're rock stars at refereeing. And we appreciate the hell out of you. I just I just ask that you clone yourselves or teach leagues how to find more of you. Because most people don't have the fortitude, the intellect, the presence, the observational uh, talent to actually watch the game and not tick off everybody. Mm-hmm. So I do want to salute the good game officials out there. You're expert communicators. And you have an incredible attention to detail, your attention spent. I think what we need to do is just pay for the best and the brightest in any field. And we're not giving you enough money. Uh, but 95% of you are terrible, so it's hard to justify it. Okay, now. Did you just thank them and then call them terrible at the same time? Well, yeah, I, I, I thanked the top five. Because okay. these guys okay. are amazing. You know, even if they mess up a call, they'll still be like, you know what? I, I might have messed that one up. Yeah. I'm not I'm not perfect, right? Mm-hmm. I'm human out here. Can you work with me? Yeah. And you'd be like, you know what? I can work with that ref. Yeah. You know, he's not he's not being a total D word while he's struggling to accurately interpret how a game is going. Yeah. So the impetus for this article actually is actually the decision that led to the Cowboys beating the Lions on the reporting player. And uh, Tuesday afternoon, the NFL sent out a, mo- a memo with like an audio file explaining this to people like they're six years old. <laughs> and, and Joey writes that around league offices, it was met with a collective eye roll. Quote, exasperation stemmed less from the video's interpretation of rules and more from the misdirection that club staffers believe characterizes the league's approach to accountability and officiating. It's never accountability. It's always covering for them. Uh, NFC and AFC coaches and executives who spoke to Yahoo for this story overwhelmingly said they believe NFL officiating is getting worse. Black and white striped individuals on stadium fields are not the primary concern, they said. Rather, oversight from league headquarters in New York and team owner sentiment are the top impediments to change. They believe what's happened here is that early on in the league's evolution, the owners took the position that mistakes from refs are part of the game and it's part of the charm. It's part of what makes football football. We're just, you know, looking at how a play happened and putting it down there and saying first down, even though it might have been eight inches one way or the other. That's The human element is part of the game. And uh, Jory's piece, and, you know, she has sources, mm-hmm. you know, echoing this from the league, is that the NFL is actively making it worse by saying, yep, it's just the game. You can't get it any better. Yeah. It's a human element. And they're ticked off that there's not enough pressure going back to the refs. One guy said if the, uh, the officials essentially had to compete against the Chiefs every week to try to get better, they would get better in a hurry. But there's no accountability and there's no uh, motive for them to want to get better because the NFL keeps covering for them. What do you guys think? Well, we've had Stephen Jones on every Friday, right? And Stephen, we asked him the question about the ball being fumbled out of the back of the end zone. What Stephen Jones say? And there's rules I don't want to change. Their their officials have a difficult job. I get it. Stephen Jones can't call out officials on our show. No, I get it. But there's things as a, as a competition committee member that he did say that he he was like, there's certain rules and that I that I don't want to change. It's part of what it's part of what the, yeah. the fabric is of the National Football. League. And that is they say that's a cop out that allows them to save money. They just want a little bit of investment. 
they're saying, look, David Tepper got fined 300 grand for throwing a drink at somebody. You're willing to throw 300 grand this, 300 grand that. We have NDAs flying out all over the place for this unscrupulous behavior. But a couple of hundred grand per owner to invest in the referees, that's treated like, oh, no, it's, it's pointless. They feel like it in, 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 in league buildings, they feel like the NFL believes the biggest problem is the players, coaches, and fans not trusting the refs. Not the ref decision, but the perception that they're not good enough is the bigger problem other than, um, you know, the actual job they're doing. Uh, quote here, the hard part now is we probably have the best rules in game management we've had. From a team perspective, the teams and the broadcasters now know more than the actual officials, though. That's what's scary. Jory then astutely wrote that uh, the thing that went wrong is when the NFL acknowledges imperfection as part of the charm of the game. If the game were played as it is today, if the views and technology were what it is today, back then, would officiating be done the same way? Oh, so you're saying the reason it's done the way it is is because of the long tradition of being done this way and institutional momentum against change. Wish the officiating had to play against the equivalent of the Chiefs, they would adapt fast. Okay, so another issue. Troy Vincent, who's in charge of it, says the league is more focused today. This is actually on the record of consistency of the number of calls instead of the accuracy of the calls. Wow. Meet the the quota. We need the same game flow experience for television instead of calling all the holds. That's why Micah can't get more holds. We can only have so many holds, so many PIs, because we need roughly the same amount of flags per game to prevent it from being an over-officiated game. That's the bigger threat to the NFL. Not the accuracy, but the fans being like, too many flags. You'd rather have just Micah Parsons getting held over and over and over and over again because, again, the TV ratings are the most important thing. And that's, you know, that's a, I, I believe what's becoming a more and more you know, common link in a lot of the issues that I have with the league, with the Cowboys. Um, another observation. Officials are trying to implement a rule book that one coach described as Byzantine. Not sure what that means, but it probably outdated. Mm. A problem further complicated by growing league trends, implementing deception and gamesmanship. Put another way, coaches are game planning ways to skirt or manipulate rules. Officials are left trying to sort through that in moments like Saturday night when Lions coach Dan Campbell creatively aimed to deceive Cowboys defenders by sending multiple players to an official while only one declared eligible. The Lions and officials instead devolving into miscommunication over which player that was. Byzantine, excessively complicated, typically involving a great deal of administrative detail. Okay, yeah. So it's just like there's too much involved here. Yeah, and maybe the Lions weren't intentionally doing anything wrong. You know, they were just kind of like thrown off by the confusing nature of what was being asked for them for the protocols. Campbell admitted that they were trying to confuse. Oh, did they? He did. Yeah, he admitted that. Trying to confuse the Cowboys, but he felt like he made it clear in the pregame meeting with the referee on what they were going to do here. But apparently that was too much for the referee. And if it's going to be this Byzantine in nature and you're still going to be running out, you know, part time, part time employees as referees. Yeah. Like just that alone right there. I don't know how much that actually solves, but I you're clearly not taking it seriously when a huge aspect of your game is part-time employees. Yeah. Yeah, and they, they and they they say, "Well, you know, if they if they make mistakes, that's the part of the charm and tradition of the game. It 
it's better this way. It's probably just an excuse not to spend the you know, five to ten million dollars collectively. And with thirty-two of them, it's not that much. But I think they just they want to draw strong lines. And the reason I don't think this is getting fixed is it would take like somebody having the leverage to collectively bargain this. Who wants this? You know, the players and coaches, but are they gonna bring this up in CBA? Like, hey, here's something we want. We want you to spend on refs, not us. It's just not going to happen. We might have to deal with this reality for for decades to come and hope that uh, some solution falls out of the sky to bless us. It's time now for LA Live. Into the Pimp Cup we go for Lucius Alexander. Those darn officials, I'll tell you what. <laughs> Got me crazy. Yeah. Thirsty Thursday, ladies night here in LA Live. Let's get into it right after the great Rick James. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you squares. time you Thirsty Thursday, don't drink and drive, people. Can you recite the alphabet from start to finish without singing it? Yeah. Okay, whenever you're ready. A, C, B, D, E, F, G, H, I, F, N, G, H, I, C, K, L, M, N, O, P. H-Q-E-S-H-Q-E-S-I-T-E. Okay. Yeah, okay. Uh, okay, all right, okay. sure. All right, Put right your here. hands behind your back. Yeah, you got anything in your pockets? You You think she's going to be in a mugshot shorties or whatever that is? Oh, I think she could be. Yeah, she might she, be she on that one. She sounds like a cutie, yeah. Might have yeah. a little droopy eye or something. Talking <laughs> <Yeah>. like <laughs> that. It's an L.A. Live for Thursday, January 4th, 2024. Thursday, Thursday, ladies' night here in LA Live. We have a new uh, G Bag of the Day champion. G Bag of the Day, we do it every day on the fan at 2.30. If you see anything floating out there on social media, you might hear it on another radio station, maybe see it on your TV. Heard it during a game. Maybe it was a fantastic call or a funny call, or it wasn't supposed to happen at all. You can send it my way. Lucius Alexander on uh, Facebook. Lucky Lucius P on social media. Or you can just go to Twitter. I still call it Twitter, and it will always be Twitter. You go to Twitter, G-Bag Nation, and you can follow every last one of us, G-Bag Nation, all right? Our winner right here is Lions head coach Dan Campbell. He was on with uh, 97.1, the ticket in Detroit. Detroit, what up, though? What up, Detroit? Eight mile, eight mile. Conies, uh, Conies, Conies. Pontiacs, Pontiacs, Pontiacs. Here's Dan Campbell. Yeah, I told, I told our offense... I think I, I said this before, and uh, we're going for the win. And we're going to go down, we're going to score, and we're going for two. And, and I wasn't coming off of that. So if it was like 10 or 15, like a holding penalty, you still would have gone for it? No. If we're getting outside the 10, no. Okay. We, That's we why I'm asking. Outside yeah, the yeah. 10 every week, good on good. <laughs> we do it every week. O versus D. They all laughed. Yeah, I, yeah. Like when, when you got the penalty and moved it to go the – Go ahead and say it. Say it. Both of you. Yeah. What? Yeah. Say, say what you want to say. Yes. I think from the seven, it's a low percentage play. I think your chances of winning are lower than if you kick the extra point. I would have. I would like you would say it to anybody else. Uh, I'm on the radio. Yeah. Say it like you want to say it. Yeah. I thought it was a reckless decision. Thank you. Yeah. Okay, I, but you don't regret it. No. Boy, he put it right there in their face. He did. He did. <laughs> he put it right there in their <laughs> face. <laughs> wow. Big Dan Campbell, man. Sheesh. Huge say what you got to say. 
Say what you got to know. I heard you saying it earlier. Yeah. Go ahead, saying it like you said it earlier. I'm right here on the phone now. Yeah. Big Dan Campbell, boy, I'll tell you what. Yeah. Mm. That'd be exciting. <laughs> That's man, man analytics is when you tell your you know when you tell your team you're going for two you're going for two you're, you're going for two word. I said we're going for two I don't care what the situation looks like we're going for two <laughs> we're going for it he might have manned up more than Christian McCaffrey's mom did to us last year on Super Bowl Radio Row Brian I think so that was impressive <laughs> Thursday Thursday ladies night here in L A live all right um, so the year started off you're starting off with a bang if you're looking at all the information that's flying around all the things that are trending shout out to Cat Williams oh my God yeah. Yeah, stuff is going crazy. Now, let's go to Miami recording artist Diamond the Body. I know you've never heard of her, and that's fine. Uh, How is it? <laughs> what do you mean? The body. Oh, you know what? I didn't even look. I was so repulsed by the things that she was saying about the play for you that I just didn't even look at the body. Okay, I thought maybe we had a scouting report for her, Sluice. She usually no, do. No. Uh, so, yeah, it got started to 2024. Started off with some battle of the sexes and a shot at all hardworking men and people with good sensibilities out there, in my opinion. She has a list of jobs grown-ass men shouldn't do. Okay. I figured we have a lot of grown men listening to this station, right? We do. Yeah, we do. And just want to, I don't know. Uh, Diamond the body, just, you know, for your, so you know, a little context here. She's known for her expertise in relationships. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> and she uncovers the truths behind these jobs that grown-ass men shouldn't do. Mm. By the way, she has some albums out. I'm going to give you the names of these albums right here. Uh, Disturbing These Botches. <laughs> Disturbing These, yeah. Motivation. Uh, Motivation. 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 <laughs> yeah. And one just titled Thought. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> titled Thought. <laughs> yeah, uh, searching here on, on the Twitter, sounds like it looks like she's gone viral quite often. Yeah, she's going viral a lot. Has man. a high body count. <laughs> Popular guest on podcast. Is that is that a job title? A motivational speaker. A, a motivational speaker, man. <laughs> In the middle of a hallway. Uh, listen to this right here. Tell me, this is a venue whatsoever. Uh, jobs grown ass men should not do. Here's a list of jobs oh. that men should not do, especially grown ass men. Okay. Mm. For one, McDonald's, Burger King, Wendy's. Matter of fact, any fast food restaurant, if you think that you're a grown-ass man working in a fast food restaurant is okay, something is wrong with you, all right? Leave those jobs to the teenagers. My nephew can't even get a job right now because there's some grown-ass man in his god 40s flipping my god burger. Jeez. Let me get some vibes. For the ladies, Thursday, Thursday, ladies night here in LA Live. Now, what if you're like the uh, the manager? I was wondering yeah, that, yeah. dude. Like, Walchuk, Walchuk as yeah. a stand-up guy, yeah. Chick-fil-A yeah. manager into his 30s. Oh. These it, managers got it together. Bro, I'm making yeah. 55 here yeah. at the Chick-fil-A situation. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm yeah. doing pretty good for myself. And you get, yeah. like, at least one free meal a day. Yeah. Come on through, girl. You can have my free meal. Yeah. Huh? I mean, you got you got to keep people motivated making 12 bucks an hour in this economy. You are the man, bro. Or the lean. Facts. Yeah. Facts. And you make a schedule, and that schedule always changes. Oh, <laughs> oh. be able to make it, dog. Yeah. <laughs> that type of stuff. You're a highly stressed individual. The grown-ass man not coming face. to work. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess you can't work in fast food. That sucks. Even if you're, like, trying to get yourself back on your feet. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <sighs> Women are sad. so much more shallow than us. They are so shallow. Yeah. We're like, cool, you work at Wendy's? I'll pick you up after work. Yeah. 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 I'll put yeah. some money in your pocket. You yeah, you could be it. you could be a waitress and win with a, a rich man. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you don't see a rich woman picking no. up a waiter. You just don't see it happen. We're, we're the real romancers. How about that? I told you. Dawson's top G out here. You got paying attention. She has some more on uh, grown-ass men jobs that they shouldn't have or whatever. Hello. Anything in retail, okay? I don't want to see no grown-ass man handing me a dress, okay? Why are you a grown-ass man working at Ross? That makes absolutely no sense, okay? Target, Marshalls, like, guys, give it up. Leave these jobs to the kids. Leave these jobs to the teenagers. These are jobs you get in high school, in college. But once you're a grown-ass man, you do not need to be working in any fast food restaurant or any retail restaurant. I mean, I, I would agree. I wouldn't want to work those jobs either. But if that's all that I had, I would probably have to do it. Yeah, and she's, she's probably saying, if that's all you have, and you should have to do it. If that's all you have, there's no yeah. wrong. You swallow your pride and get you some money. But uh, yeah. she's saying, that's all you have, then you don't need to be dating. It's just, that's just horrible that, uh, you know, a, man, a man's value isn't on how he can protect you and <sighs> make you laugh, maybe fix some stuff. There you go. It's just how good your job is. I'm just a status symbol. Yeah. You don't even see me at work. You just want to be able to tell your friends I'm making a lot of money over here. Now, if I worked at Versace, you think she'd be... Nope. And if I worked at Louis Vuitton, you wouldn't still wouldn't go with it? No, no. I'm she, the manager no, no. at Gucci. No, no, no. Yeah, she, she's fine she, she's totally, yeah. yeah, she's totally manager in. Gucci's yeah. good. She's yeah. looking forward to Valentine's Neiman Day. Marcus. Yeah. 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 I'm that guy. You're a stylist. Yeah. yeah. You got a bunch of clients. Yeah. I mean, if you're just folding stuff, though, she might date you for a couple of weeks for the discount. Just for the discount for that 35% if it's out here. That'd be a smart move. Could be an awesome couple of weeks. I'd love to learn how to fold something. Now, this one right here is one that hurts my sensibilities. All those other ones you can talk about and be like, oh, well, yeah, I get it, whatever. But this one right here hurts my sensibilities. Jobs grown-ass men should not have. This is diamond the body out there in Florida, influencing all the ladies not to uh, date hardworking men, apparently. And for you high-value men that think that it's high-value to work for the city, (laughs) let me tell you something. You're absolutely wrong, all right? No police officers, no firefighters, no construction workers, no mailmen, no post office. Um, If you consider that a high-value man, you're absolutely wrong, okay? There's nothing high-value about making $70,000 a year. I mean, how are we going to get anything done, man? We're just going to stop building. Yeah. We're not going to be able to build anymore. No mail. We're definitely not going to receive any letters anymore. Yeah, can't pay my bills. Huh? Yeah. Bro, my dad's generation, if you got a city job, you, you made it, son. Yeah, you, yeah you're crushing. City yeah. job, boy. I got your good city job working for the uh, Carrollton. Good Proper retirement's son. waiting for you. Benefits. Yeah. Why is she going after the first responders, though? That, that's that cool, man. And the that, firefighters that, and stuff? That that's, like a, that's a badass. That, that doesn't yeah. make sense right there, ma'am. Really doesn't. Women love firefighters, I thought. Yeah. Yeah, I thought they loved firefighters, bro. And the the office gals love the UPS dudes showing up. All the time. Mm -hmm. All the time. I realized that when I was in high school and I got in trouble for the city of Grand Prairie and they had to work in the uh, high school office Mm -hmm. during the summer. Boy, the ladies used to put on their makeup when they seen the UPS guy pull up outside. (laughs) Oh, here he comes, baby. Here he comes, darling. Just walking there with them shorts. They give him some water. Here you go there. Like, oh. It's a bullseye, man. Boy, look at this. This is awful. And it's like the reality is maybe Maybe he's like a halfway decent guy, but they paint him out to be like a hard 10. Oh, they love him. Yeah. It's like he's famous. Like he's put up on yeah. a pedestal. He yeah. is, bro. You know? This CD Lamb walking up in there and dropping off your boxes for <laughs> yeah. you. With Dak in the car. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. That's okay, though. The men shot back at old girl right here. Thirsty oh, Thursday, ladies' go. night here at LA Live. Top profession of women's that cheat. 
top profession of women's that cheat. Women's that drive Altimus. <laughs> uh, nurses, that's, that's you brought us. Uh, the, the nurse all You day called long. out the nurses a yeah. long time ago. All day long. I keep trying to tell these young professionals out here. They deal with the nurses or something. Absolutely but no, deal with the nurses. They won't do it. They want to go to the streets Man. and pick them up. I've only dealt with one nurse, and she was the she was my only girlfriend who would tell me about how she used to cheat on her boyfriends. <laughs> I swear to God. Wow. Yeah. Hurts, bro. Gave you the details yeah. and everything. That was uncomfortable to you. <laughs> like, no. well, I guess I know what's happening to me then. <laughs> I know this All is right, happening. Let's just keep this light and casual, yeah. you yeah. know? Don't need to get too serious. Uh, women's that are bartenders. All day. Uh, yeah. yeah. All yeah, day. It's too easy. All day. It's too easy. Uh, a flight attendants for 2000 Alex. Okay. Uh, it didn't hit the list. Okay. Wow. It did not hit the wow. list. Surprising. And I know quite a few flight attendants, especially back in the day when yeah. I was wilding out there. Uh-huh. I don't know, man. How about lawyers? Lawyers didn't make the list. Oh, really? That's a good one, though, too, because there's some lawyers on my timeline, some real estate agents yeah. on my timeline. Yeah. Ooh, real estate. That you can tell back in the day that yeah. they probably maybe spun a pole a few times, yeah. but now they got their life together. Yeah. They ain't got their life together. They were actually saving that money for school. Yeah, Nikki Darling, the uh, realtor lady. Yeah. <laughs> uh, top <laughs> professional women's that cheat. Women's with three-plus kids. I, I believe that, yeah. Cashiers. Ooh. Okay. Uh, <laughs> a lot of interactions with yeah. 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 He pulls out that black card or something. Yeah, that yeah, American yeah, Express. Yeah. She's like, oh, yeah. splash. Hmm. Uh, women's in the military. Oh, really? Yeah. No discipline, huh? A lot of young, fit dudes around, probably. They just can't. Help. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you get the missing people. Yeah. 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 What's the what's the male version of the the female version of the Jody out there? I don't know. Uh let's see. Women's that say mines. That's mines. It's <laughs> mines. <laughs> Women's that wear Uggs. Oh yeah, with the tights. Yeah. Capricorn women's. Yeah. Really? I said I love women's. Women, women. <laughs> which uh, one's which one's the Capricorns? Which uh, I'm a Capricorn. Really yeah, they kind of start uh, <laughs> late December. They kind of start. They got cheating. the January down. Yeah. Ooh, okay. I'm definitely okay. a Capricorn. They're a gold, and uh, yeah, I wouldn't trust the women's. <laughs> <laughs> Social workers, women's with fake lashes, women's with husbands. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh, damn. Women's that work in uh, call centers. Yeah, call centers. It's going down in the call center. That turnover rate. Yeah. Oh my Holy. gosh. Yeah, it's going down. Women's yeah. that say, bruh. 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 Hey, bruh. <laughs> bruh. Women's that said, bruhs, she might be cheating on you. I'm just looking out for you, dog. And the last one on the list was women's that are tattoo artists. I said I love women's. Women's, women's, women's. And if you do have a good woman, or if you find yourself a good date or whatever, uh, city officials in Dallas are thinking about banning the horse-drawn carriage rides through downtown Dallas. Why? Yeah. And that uh, sounds a safety. Safety concerns really? for the horses, I guess, for, for everybody. Yeah. They worried about the horses falling out. I've seen a couple of those happen. Did you? Yeah. yeah. Horses laying in the middle of the street, kind of thing. Yeah, Pete has been on their rear end yeah. for a while. Yeah. Mm. I, yeah, I like the horse. I see them every time I leave here. Work. They're up there in Uptown all the time. Yeah, mm-hmm. they are in Turtle Creek yeah. area. Yep. And uh, for the women's ladies' nights, hey. 
you see ESPN analyst Dan Orlowski <laughs> sniffing old girl's shoe on live television? Sure does. Does he have a family? He does. Sure does. He has a lady for real? Yeah, he's, he's married he with is. children. Yeah, he, he does. <sighs> Hold up, Watts. They're out of co. Oh. You, don't, you, 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 you don't need to know. The last the thing, you don't know cheap. anything about brand. It ain't cheap. Exactly. You're the last person that, to talk about brand. Ain't that something? Ain't yeah. that him of all people. Why, are you, you really sniffing the shoe? Just I just got shoes. the shoe and I have tights on. Don't, don't be weird. Know about you, Dan. You know, I got to keep an eye on you. You know, he might have a foot fetish. Yeah, he might have oh, more. Dan might be one of those. Dan might be one of those. Bro, he just sniffed a shoe on television, fam. Yeah. He's stealing... Rex Ryan's bit. Uh, yeah. Clearly. Yeah, Carter said he's been working with uh, Rex, Ryan, Rex Ryan for so long that yeah. probably rubbed off on him. Okay, well, this Pause. this this drew up a couple of old uh, videos because Molly Karam used to work at yeah, NFL Network. I've seen that, boy. Did you see? What a hell of a move right there. The, the center, you be my center, Molly. Yeah. Bend yeah. down while you have that skirt on and give me a hike. Go ahead and snap Come that on, bad boy. <laughs> What are we doing? 42 on we're out you. of work. Is what we're doing. We're going under center here too. <laughs> yeah, we're we're not going work. shotgun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're gonna be at Ross pretty soon. Yeah. Don't play, boy. Yeah. Don't play now. Yeah. All right, Diamond the Body gonna be talking about yeah, you out here. That's right. All right, ladies. I'm pulling out. Uh, Lord willing, the creek don't rise. That is my time. We'll have some fun t- tomorrow on Friday. Hopefully. Yeah. All yes, right. sir. It'll, it'll be uh, it'll be a festive one tomorrow. Football Friday, our final of the regular season. L.A. Live every night, 540 here in the G-Bag Nation. Thank you, Lucius. And it's time for Tim Cato of The Athletic. We're talking Mavs and NBA with Tim next here in the G-Bag Nation. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.